Hi, everyone. Welcome back once again to another episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast, offering you a forward look at what you can expect to hear from our Knowledge Group webcast. And on this particular episode, we're going to be joined by our panelists on the May 27th webcast, kicking things off at 12 p.m. Eastern and lasting for an hour. We'll be talking about demystifying trust liquidation and post-confirmation in bankruptcies, a comprehensive guide. The panelists for this webcast consist of Robert, Bob, Michelson, and Kathy Reed. Without further ado, we'll turn things over to our speakers. Hello there. My name is Bob Michelson. I've been a bankruptcy and restructuring lawyer for more than 40 years. I've represented debtors, creditors, creditors committees, trustees in Chapter 11 cases in a wide variety of industries, uh, including real estate, manufacturing, retail, hospitality, finance, transportation, and healthcare. Uh, a number of years ago, I shifted my practice away from client representation to working as a plan administrator or post-confirmation trustee through an entity that I formed called Advisory Trust Group. And it's a role that I enjoy enormously because I'm able to draw upon my years of experience as a practitioner working in the trenches to ensure that the Chapter 11 plan actually accomplishes for creditors what it was designed to accomplish. Because, you know, a Chapter 11 plan is just that. It is merely a plan, and its value is diminished if it is not effectively implemented, and that's where the trustee comes in. Though so much of what a plan provides for is beyond the influence of a trustee or plan administrator, there are many things that a skilled trustee can do to ensure that the plan's objectives are met. Now, my cat, colleague, Kathy Reese, and I understand that our audience for this webinar has varying degrees of experience with post-confirmation trusts. But we presume you have at least a basic understanding of the Chapter 11 process and what a post-confirmation trust is. So we're not gonna focus on Chapter 11 to any great degree. Now, for those of you with less experience, our goal is for you to come away from this webinar with a more complete understanding of what a trust does and what the role of the trustee is in making sure that the trust functions as it is intended. And for those of you with more experience, we hope to provide insight into current issues affecting trust that you really need to be aware of. But no matter what, our goal is not to make you an expert. We know that can't happen in one hour. But what we can do is provide you with information that enables you to spot issues and ask the right questions when you find yourself in a situation where you're dealing with a trust uh, either in the formation stage or later. Um, that way you can make sound judgments for your clients. Now among the topics Kathy and I will cover during the webinar, webinar are the importance of identifying who the trustee will be as early in the plan process as possible, as well as issues of potential trustee liability and the trustee's role in the claims resolution process and litigation. And Kathy and I are both looking forward to this presentation and we hope you will find it beneficial both to your practice and in particular to your clients. I'm Kathy Reese. I'm an attorney at Santa Mar Craig in Phoenix, Arizona. We have offices primarily in the Southwest, California, Nevada, Arizona, Colorado. And I'm involved in a complex commercial bankruptcies and receiverships in a variety of industries, just like Bob is. I've represented debtors, committees, Chapter 11 trustees, liquidating trusts, lenders, landlords, 
uh, buyers of assets. So just about every seat at the table is what I've had experience representing. And because it's the Southwest, a lot of our cases involve real estate. And sometimes the solution is to put the assets uh, under the plan into a liquidating trust. In the Southwest, there are a lot of elderly people who are victims of security fraud. And so some of my liquidating trust cases have involved securities fraud, Ponzi schemes, or affinity fraud. Affinity fraud, of course, is where you have a special relationship between the victim and the company that was involved, whether it's Jewish, Baptist, um, LDS members, uh, professional athletes, whatever their affinity is to the company that commits the fraud is what pulls them in. And so the types of cases that um, I've been involved in have those, that kind of an element because uh, of being in the Southwest. And sometimes they're unsecured creditors, sometimes they are investors. And either way, a liquidating trust may very well be the right procedure and the remedy. And so one of the things that Bob and I, or several of the things that Bob and I are going to talk about, is what is the right mechanism to choose? When is a liquidating trust the right mechanism and why? We are also going to talk about um, paying attention to who the beneficiaries are, if they're the elderly investors that were defrauded, or if instead they are just unsecured creditors and the trust is pursuing the fraudulent transfer of assets to bring them back in, they have specific needs and specific um, qualifications that they're looking for. And so paying attention to those things as you go through the case becomes really important in order to make them feel comfortable. So we'll also talk about, as Bob said, the selection of the board, the assets that we would put into the trust and why or why not, and also the retention of court jurisdiction so that we can make sure that we have the authority and approval that we need. We're also going to explore a little bit about the concept of quasi-judicial immunity for the trust and for the board that works with the trust. And we're going to talk about the potential risks and the pitfalls of a liquidating trust and some of the recent case law. So we, we think this will give you a pretty good overview of some of the issues that the trust encounter and being a problem solver to help find the right solution and the right mechanism that works to maximize the return to the investors or the creditors that are in the trust. And again, Bob and I look forward to this program, and we're going to make it an interactive discussion-oriented program between ourselves because we think that will help you as a participant to better inform yourself on these issues. And then we will also entertain questions at the end and share from some of our experiences. So we look forward to this presentation and hope you can join us. Thanks everyone for listening to this episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Don't forget, more information about this webcast can be found in our description box below, along with the link to take you to the full agenda for the program on May 27th. We hope you can join us at 12 p.m. Eastern or register to get a copy of the recording if your calendar is full. However you choose to listen, we hope to see you there. And until the next time, this has been another episode of the Knowledge Group Podcast. Take care and bye for now.